I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, episode 50 today. That's a milestone for us. Long way to go. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening uh, as we continue to cover these issues throughout the day. That last conversation was absolutely fascinating. We have seen uh, an overwhelming uh, vote of support in the Utah Senate as well as those Senate committees and the House committees which have considered this piece of legislation forwarded by Senator Deidre Henderson. She and I have spoke at length on this issue. In fact, just this morning we were texting back and forth. Uh, she has every co- every confidence that it will face a House vote in in the near future, not certain she'll uh, enjoy a unanimous vote of support, as has been the case in the committees and in the Senate. Uh, but it is coming up. If you want to weigh in on this or any topic, uh, but specifically, as I'd be so very curious to know how you feel about this measure, which would lessen the penalties for practicing bigamy here in the state from a felony as it is right now to uh, something uh, much less severe, an infraction. According to the legislation by Senator Henderson, 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, again, 57500. I would love to hear what it is you think about this issue. You can also get through to me uh, via the Facebook page uh, we have set up here. Lee Lonsberry, it's as simple as that. You'll see uh, my grinning little mug on there with a, uh, a logo for the program, Live Mike. Uh, go ahead, click on that. And in on that Facebook page, you're going to find all kinds of information about the topics we cover on this program. You also, of course, have the ability to, to send me notes and messages, comments, criticisms, whatever it is you'd like to share with me. Uh, that's a good spot to do it as well as the text line. Now, you have heard me over the past few weeks discussing a topic which I never expected to become so uh, passionate about. And it has to do with this deal of uh, distracted driving. I am... I used to, not so much anymore, but I used to spend a lot of my time uh, commuting and driving. I love road trips. And I will admit to you right now that I am guilty. I have been guilty of texting and driving. Uh, I, you know, the, the, the worst offenses. Uh, I'm guilty. Uh, now, if I had passengers in the car, I wouldn't. That's how I justified my behavior. Uh, but there is no justifying it. There's no justification for uh, the danger I imposed uh, or that I uh, put others in by my practice. I tried to do it uh, when the roads were quiet, but again, there's no excuse for it. And here in the state of Utah, uh, Carol Spackman Moss, Representative Moss, has for a long time been working on a piece of legislation that would change the way the law uh, views that behavior. It would elevate from a secondary offense to a primary offense uh, using a cell phone, having a phone in your hand while driving. Now, I thought for so very long that, well, hold on a second. I'm a, I'm a conservative guy. I don't need the government sticking its nose in the way I operate my motor vehicle. In fact, in fact, you know, my car is an extension of my home, my castle, and I'm the king of my castle. And I don't need the government telling me how to operate my castle. An extension thereof, my car, stay out of my car, it's my business. 
Well, and I've told you the story of just a few weeks ago as I was walking here to work, I saw a driver, an operator of a motor vehicle with a phone right up in their face uh, run right through a red light and T-bone another vehicle. I saw injuries come as a result of that accident. I saw injuries come as a result of operating a cell phone and being distracted while driving. So I changed my attitude, and I have been behind this effort by Representative Moss uh, 100%. Let me uh, share with you some of the argument that went back and forth on the House floor yesterday as this measure passed. It passed just as our program was ending. I was so hoping to be able to deliver to you the results of this vote, uh, but happy to do so now that this measure by Representative Moss has passed the House. Uh, Let me remind you, though, that this is, again, not the first time this issue has come up uh, here in the state, nor is it the first time that Representative Representative Moss has introduced this legislation. Here she is uh, explaining what her bill does and some of the rationale behind it. I've gotten to know a lot of these highway patrolmen, talked to them around the Capitol, and they've told me horrendous stories of accidents they've been to caused by cell phone use, of uh, times they pull people over and tried to cite them, and they say, I wasn't texting, I was just holding my phone up and talking. Well, this will be the most easy to understand law because if you're holding a cell phone, you're violating the law. In opposition to the effort of Representative Moss, Representative Robertson said that the stats in favor of the bill may be flawed. I rise in opposition to this bill and I want to talk about why. If you look at distracted driving in Utah, of the 5,748 distracted driving uh, crashes, and the injuries and the 27 deaths, well, how much of that was due to cell phone usage? Data from the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration indicates that of the all of distracted driving, cell phone handheld or cell phone use in general is only 9% of that. And note that is not handheld or hands-free. It's all cell phone use. Representative Hollins, a supporter of this measure, spoke uh, at length as well about the stats that may be used against this piece of legislation. Uh, My husband had just purchased a truck two weeks before that was parked on the street and a young woman totaled his truck out. Um, We called the police and the, the police would not come out because they said there was no injuries involved in this case and they told us just to exchange information and and we did. One of my neighbors who witnessed the accident said that he saw the young woman on the phone. It was a distracted driver. But that data was not captured because the police did not come out. And so as we're talking about data and study, I wonder how many more people has this happened to where we don't know how many people are involved in accidents that involve distract drivers because a person wasn't injured. Injured. Representative Potter speaking in support of this measure says that it is worth it if we can prevent just one death. I know that there are those that would say this takes away the freedoms uh, that we have as Americans to remove our cell phones. And there are organizations that rate uh, legislators based upon those kinds of freedoms. I think the the most important freedom to me is the freedom of life. And I think, uh, well, I know for a fact, speaking of data, there are uh, there's plenty of data out there that, that shows that this is a problem. Some one person dies from this. I think it's important that we we pay attention to this. 
Last comment from a representative I want to share with you comes from Representative Daw, who spoke out against the piece of legislation, again, which passed uh, the House just yesterday. He asked, where is the line? Well, where's the line? The question we have here, and this was alluded to by uh, uh, the, the good representative from Provo, is there is no line. The fact is, is uh, there isn't a, a single scientific study that shows that a hands-free versus handheld makes any difference. So why are we doing this? Uh, and there's been a whole list of reasons, but none of them get to the heart of the matter. This bill makes no difference. Listen, I'm a conservative guy. I believe that the government uh, has a proper role, and most often its role is out of my life. And I understand uh, very much the attitude presented by many of the conservative uh, individuals speaking out against this uh, this piece of legislation. In fact, if you look at the roll call vote, you can see that the majority of folks who voted against it are some of the more uh, conservative uh, members of the of Utah's House. Many of them, in fact, all of them Republicans. And uh, we're going to take a quick break here. And after the break, we're going to speak to Representative Dan Johnson, a Republican representing District 4, uh, who voted not only for this piece of legislation, but was actively involved in promoting it. That's next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.